Welcome back to Squared Sports Podcast. I'm the host of Podcast Lane Frank. We're now episode number 105. Yes, we're back on episode number 105. We got a lot to go through. We got the college ball playoffs to talk about. We got a lot in the MLB, NBA, college basketball, World Cup, even Argentina won the World Cup. We're going to talk about that a little bit. NFL, great week in the NFL we had. So much more. Stay tuned for an action pack episode number 105. Let's hop into it. Okay, so before we go crazy on the NFL headlines, what a great week we had. I want to touch you about what happened that Monday Night Football with DeMar Hamlin, obviously. Scariest thing that we've probably ever seen on a football field. Just prayers go out to DeMar Hamlin, his family. Hope everything just gets their privacy. Just a real rough situation that happened on that field Monday night with DeMar Hamlin. You know, just hope everything gets better. You know, see people donating to his toy drive. It's up to $4 million now. It's just amazing. Bills Mafia, Bengals, every fan base across the country. They're donated to DeMar Hamlin, his family, everything like that right now. Just great stuff. Keep it up. Obviously, prayers go out to DeMar Hamlin. Really rough situation that happened right there in the field. I think the NFL did a pretty good job of handling it with the CPR, everything. But it's just a tough situation with the NFL. But DeMar Hamlin, obviously a tough injury right there for the Buffalo Bills. We'll see how they proceed with the rest of the season since the night Bengals too. But DeMar Hamlin, obviously scary injury. Just keep in your thoughts, everybody, with the Buffalo Bills. Let's start out with the NFL headlines right here. I just want to touch on it right there, but let's touch on it right here. First thing we had in the headlines this week with the NFL was the last Thursday night football game. Cowboys going up against Tennessee Titans. What a game that was. Josh Dobbs gets his first career NFL start, and the Cowboys put on a show. Cowboys are rolling right now. They still have a chance to get the number one seed. What a game that was by Dallas Cowboys. Kansas City Chiefs, they get a win over Denver Broncos. They had James Droz in the stands right there. You know he's going to win that one. You know they're going to win that one for James. He's what happened to... He didn't make one on the Broncos. He didn't make one on the Michigan Wolverines or the Haas State Buckeyes that week. But Chiefs, you, he's famous. You know him. James Jones. Chiefs, he was there for you. Chiefs showed out. They beat the Broncos. Broncos still got issues. They obviously fired Nathaniel Hackett. Let's see how they go with their next head coaching spot. Is it Jim Harbaugh? We're going to talk to him on that later. Stitchy situation right there. Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines. But my New York Giants, Danny Dimes. Let's go. We're in the playoffs, everybody. What an awesome game that was. We're in the playoffs. I'm so happy to see it. Kayvon Thibodeau, okay. Uh, have a little bit of intelligence right there. Don't do snowflakes against a very injured Nick Foles, but whatever. Jeff Saturday says, it's tasteless. I wish my offensive line got up and beat him up. Jeff Saturday, you're an ESPN analyst. Nobody's going to lose to you. That's pretty much shown. Josh Montana's the only person to lose to ESPN analyst Jeff Saturday this season. He's definitely not getting the Indianapolis Colts job after the season. But the Giants in the playoffs for the first time since 2016. We did it. Let's go. Dane Dimes. Saquon Barkley. Got to resign them. What a win that was for the New York Giants. Giants getting back in the playoff. Let's do it. Saints, everybody, they took down the Philadelphia Eagles, and this opens the gate for the Minnesota Vikings. It opens the gate for the Dallas Cowboys to get that number one seed in the NFC. It's going to be interesting to see how it goes, but Saints, they don't have much to play for right now. Obviously, the Champagne rumors are flowing around right now. But yeah, interesting stuff right there. Giants, they're playing the Eagles this week. Giants can beat the Eagles this week. It's a great win for them. It probably helps the Cowboys get the number one seed because the Cowboys win. Eagles lose, they get the number one seed. Vikings win, Cowboys lose, Eagles lose, they get the number one seed. So that's my thoughts right there. As the situation's right there with the NFC playoff situation. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, two really great last two games for you. You win the game on Christmas Day against the Arizona Cardinals. What game that was in overtime against Trace McSorley. And then you go up against Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold's dropping dimes. But you still win that one. Tom Brady shows his clutch as they come back. Buccaneers win that one. Trevor Lawrence, everybody, he's balling out right now. From the winning against the Cowboys, from the winning against the Jets, he's balling out right now. Trevor Lawrence playing like an amazing player. They dominated the Texans this week. They got a big matchup against the Tennessee Titans this week. On Saturday, we're going to pick that next in Squared Sports NFL game day. But stay tuned. Trevor Lawrence looking like that worth of number one overall pick. Jets obviously have their issues. Zach Wilson does not look like an NFL quarterback. Doesn't even look like a college football quarterback. 
high school quarterback. Yeah, Zach Wilson looked terrible in that last game. For the New York Jets, Mike White didn't play great. Their playoff chances were over. I was going to come on the show today if they won that game, if they had their playoff chances still going in a sauce gardener shirt. But nope, Jets lost that one. They're out of the playoff race. Tough stuff for them after an amazing start to the season. Brock Purdy, everybody, he's still balling out for San Francisco 49ers. Trey Lance, he might have an office spot next season. Jimmy Roppolo, we don't know. Brock Purdy looks like a franchise quarterback for San Francisco 49ers. If Brock Purdy wins one playoff game, two playoff games, three playoff games, the whole Super Bowl, he needs to be a starting quarterback for this team. Even one playoff game. Brock Purdy, straight baller. He played great in that one. He obviously had those turnover issues in college, but he was still a talented player. This season, playing great in San Francisco 49ers, Kyle Shanahan may have just found his next guy. They had a great one against the Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday, but Jerts did him he turned into on Sunday. What a game that was. Three touchdowns, only quarterback, he and Patrick Mahomes, to throw for over three touchdowns against the San Francisco 49ers. Elite defense. I love the way Jared Stem played. I remember Jared Stem as Auburn days. He beat Alabama one year. They were great. They were in playoff position. I like Jared Stem as a quarterback. Gus Malzahn type of guy. He's great. Remember the Patriots? All those rumors. Oh, Jared Stem's going to be their starting quarterback. Well, that could have been pretty good for them. Could have been better than Cam Newton. Never know. Jared Stidham, what a game that was for him. Starting off, maybe propel his starting quarterback career in the NFL. You know, he's going to be a free agent this offseason. A lot of teams need a quarterback. Maybe Arizona Cardinals say when Kyler Murray is going to miss the first five games next season, pick up Jared Stidham. Have him start a few games too. That's an interesting thing right there. Jared Stidham played pretty well on Sunday for the Las Vegas Raiders after Derek Carr's obvious benching. Green Bay Packers are playing. They're playing well right now. They're in playoff position at 8-8. Their team you don't want to face right now. We're going to pick that game coming up later. Packers versus Lions. Chargers, everybody. They got a good one over the Rams. Baker Mayfield led Rams. And the Steelers sitting at 8-8 eight and eight right now. Mike Tomlin will never have a losing season. I mean, just it's impossible for him to have a losing season. It seemed to be impossible right now. If you can get to 9-8 on Sunday, that's amazing. They get in the playoffs. Steelers playing great right now. Can you pick it? Playing great. Let's move to college basketball. We action-packed week. Xavier, led by Sule Boom, point guard. Amazing guy. Played here at UTEP in El Paso. Amazing point guard. But yeah, Xavier, point guard. And Xavier just got a massive upset over UConn on Sunday. UConn, number two team in the nation, undefeated, playing great right now. They could have been number one this week because Purdue just lost. But Xavier beat UConn, ending their undefeated streak. Xavier moved up in the ranks a lot. Rutgers, the second straight year, took down Purdue. Last year's a Ron Harper Jr. buzzer beater to beat number one Purdue. This year is just a regular game. They won the last few seconds. Got a little sketchy then. Travel on the inbound by Rutgers. 0.4 seconds left. But yeah, Rutgers, second straight year. They upset number one, Purdue. Purdue looking pretty beatable right now in the Big Ten. You know, Big Ten can get tricky. Michigan won, though, in the Big Ten right now. After you lose Central Michigan, you go up 44-13 at halftime against Maryland. What are you going to do, Juwan Howard? Yeah, a lot of stuff going right there. But New Mexico is the only undefeated team in college basketball right now at the Mountain West. Actually, don't get your hopes up. This is still a very good conference in the Mountain West. I don't know if New Mexico wins it. Don't get your hopes up. And now... A new proposition led by the NCAA says, let's add 90 teams to the NCAA tournament. You know what I say to that? Absolutely not. Never do that. Keep it how it is. I hate that rule where the two-thirds have a chance to make the postseason. I hate that so much. Don't do it, NCAA. Don't do it. Don't make March Madness 90 teams. That would ruin March Madness. Don't do it. That's my thoughts right there. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, Scored Sports NFL Game Day Week 18, our last week get a perfect record. Let's do it. Football gods, help me get a perfect record. Let's do it. Titans versus Jaguars. Who wins the division? Saturday night football. Give me the Jaguars. They beat the Titans. They win the division. Trevor Lawrence, year two. They make the playoffs. Let's ride. Go Jaguars. Ravens versus Bengals. Obviously, if the situation in Cincinnati gets figured out, I hope the Bengals play this one. Give me the Bengals over the Ravens. They solidify their spot as a top seed in the AFC. Jets versus Dolphins. Dolphins win this one, they're in. They lose this one, they're out. 
I think the Jets is a better team. It's gonna be Skylar Thompson at quarterback. I hate the way the Dolphins have handled this whole late season stretch. Eight and three, now you're eight and eight. You go to eight and nine, give them the Jets. They have something to play for. They wanted to stop the division route Miami Dolphins to gain the playoffs, even though Jets don't have playoff chances. Give me Sauce Gardner, give me this defense showing up for this Jets crowd. Give me the Jets over the Dolphins. Cowboys versus Commanders. Cowboys win this one. They get the number one seed in the NFC. Browns versus Steelers. Give me the Browns. I love the way Deshaun Watson has been playing lately. But Mike Tomlin gets his first losing season. Sorry, Kenny Pickett. You're not playoff ready. Giants versus Eagles. Give me the Giants over Gardner Minshew. This is something to play for right here. Give me the Giants. Fighting for a higher seed in the NFC. So be great right here from the New York Giants. Let's go. Go Big Blue. Giants. Rams versus Seahawks. Give me the Seahawks in this one. If the Seahawks win this one and the Packers lose, they're in. Give me the Seahawks over the Rams. Lions versus Packers. I like the Packers in this one. This is a team you don't want to face. They were my preseason Super Bowl prediction against the Baltimore Ravens. I want this to happen. Give me the Packers over the Lions. That's my sports sports game today this week. Leave a thoughts in the comment section. Now, squared sports scream. This scream this week, it's college football. It's not on Mel Tucker. It's not on RJ Young. It's not on Ryan Day. It's on the college ball playoff officials. Absolute disgrace to TCU, to Michigan, to Georgia, and Ohio State. Both games had horrible officiating, and this is the highest stage of football. You gotta get it right. Let's start out. Michigan versus TCU. You have an SEC crew. You have an Ohio State alum on the officiating staff. What in the world? Start at the game. Michigan plays well. They obviously don't get the fourth down, but Michigan gets a touchdown to Roman Wilson. Yes, Michigan had a touchdown to Roman Wilson. Hey, didn't have possession when he was at the one-yard line, got possession in the end zone. That's a touchdown. Refs say, no, no, no. We're going to rule a touchdown on the field. We're going to reverse it. That is not inconclusive. That is not conclusive video evidence. That's the whole thing. Replay. To overturn a call, you have to have conclusive video evidence. That was not that. That was inconclusive. Insane right there by the college ball playoff officials. That gets Michigan touchdown. That probably wins Michigan the game, even though a lot of mistakes happen later. We're going to talk about that later in the episode of College Ball Showcase. But yeah, that's a touchdown. Then you get a bunch of bad flags in the game. Just a lot of bad officiating. A few dumb plays by the refs in that one. Even some bad passing interference plays get rough. Revving the passer call at the end of the half by TCU. I don't agree with that call either, even though it's going for Michigan. I don't get it. College ball play officials were terrible in this one. You get the targeting. That's a targeting right there. I don't care what the stage of the game is. I don't care what you have on the game. That's targeting right there. No debate about it. That's targeting on fourth down. Michigan should get the ball 15 yards ahead. You get 25 seconds. Got to try again for a touchdown. That's targeting. No doubt about it in my mind that was targeting that. That, that, I mean, that's just wild to me. And then the Ohio State game, Ohio State versus Georgia. I don't know if that hit on Marvin Harrison Jr. was targeting, but there's still a lot of other mistakes, like the Brock Bowers not getting a first down. That was clear-cut first down. A lot of issues in this game. I'd love to see Ohio State lose after Michigan lost, even though Michigan-Ohio State natty would have been awesome. But once Michigan lost, I went to Ohio State to lose. I'm not trying to throw a bias in there right there. But uh, yeah, terrible officiating the college football playoff. Got to get fixed in the national championship. We're going to talk about my national championship prediction later. We're going to talk about these games later. But yeah, horrible officiating in the college football playoff. Get it right. You cost Michigan a touchdown. That's seven points off the board right now. And they get the targeting penalty. Who knows? Michigan may come out on top right there. That's my thoughts right there. That's Squirt Sports Screen for this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, top five. This week's top five is the top five teams in the NBA. Let's run it. Number five, Cleveland Cavaliers. Dov Mitchell playing great. This is Dov Mitchell elevates his team so much. Evan Mobley, he's getting thanks for that. He's playing great. Ricky the Year candidate last year. Darius Garland, Isaac Okoro, Kevin Love. This team's great right now. Probably a few names I missed on there, but still, great team. 
Cavaliers number five. Four, Grizzlies, John Morant, playing great. I think if I take a seven-game series, I'm taking the Grizzlies over the Cavaliers because Desmond Bain, even though he's hurt right now, Steve Nabbs, a bunch of other guys in this squad. I like that over the Cavs' death. Give me the Grizzlies number four. Memphis Grizzlies number four. Number three, Philadelphia 76ers. Yes, the record isn't there, but on Christmas Day, you go up against the Knicks, you go down a lot early, and then you show fight. You win that one by eight points. Great game that was right there by James Harden. I mean, even Shake Milton, him the half-court buzz beer, 10 and a half. So yeah, great stuff right there. Joel Embiid playing great. They get, get they can stay healthy, get healthy, play consistent. Tobias Harris got to be more consistent. Three, Philadelphia 76ers. Number two, Brooklyn Nets. Record shows. They're playing great right now. Brooklyn, number two. And then number one, Boston Celtics. Joe Mazzula should be hit coach of the year. I mean, gets a job a month before the season. Great stuff right here by Joe Mazzula. One, Boston Celtics. That's about for top five this week. Leave your thoughts in the comment section. Now, did you know everybody this week's didn't know this? Did you know Donovan Mitchell in his 71-point performance against the Chicago Bulls? He's the only player with 70 points. He had 71 points and 10 plus this. He had 11 in NBA game and NBA history. So Kobe when he had 81. He didn't have more than 10 assists. Will in his 100 game. He didn't have more than 10 assists. Donovan Mitchell, only player in NBA history to have 70 points and 10 plus assists. Didn't know that? Leave that in the comment section. All right, here's my spotlight for the week. Steve Sarkeesian, Texas head coach. You are my spotlight for the week. One idiot you are. One idiot. Goes to the Alamo Bowl with Texas. They're playing Washington, a top 10 team. It's a very good game for Texas. Quinn Ewers can showcase his talents. They're not playing with B. John Robinson. And Steve Sarkeesian has to wait about 10 more seconds to get on the field. And a, I think a staff, a person with staff working at the stadium, working at the Alamo Bowl event, just says, hey, hold back for a second. Puts his hand on for like half a second. Steve Sarkeesian loses his brain on him. Goes crazy. But this is more than that. Steve Sarkeesian has had instance before at USC, at Alabama. I'm not going to bring those up. But was he really that splash hire? Is he really going to get things figured out at Texas? Because right now, you have Bijan Robinson, who's great. This is a Texas team that could have been in the playoffs this year with a different head coach. I say, if you have Sonny Dykes at the helm, if you have Jim Harbaugh at the helm, if you have maybe another head coach at the helm, you're probably in the playoffs with this Texas team because of the talent it has. Bijan Robinson, Quinn Ewers, this defense. And I think right now, well, Quinn Ewers was a perfect recruit coming out of high school. He was a 1,000 recruit coming out of high school, top three recruit of all time. He's saying, oh, let's get him to a Heisman. Let's do this. Steve Sarkeesian lost him at one point and then got him back. That's a bit of an issue right there in itself. You have the best running back in college football, talent-wise, in Bijan Robinson. You have an amazing wide receiver in Xavier Worthy. You have some great recruits. Jaleel Billingsley, he's not with the program anymore. Aggie Hall, he's not with the program anymore. If you can't develop Quinn Ewers, because he was Almost terrible at some point of the season. If you can't develop Quinn Ewers, what's going to happen with Arch Manning? Little thing for Texas fans to think about right there. Little thing for Texas boosters thinking about right there. Steve Sarkeesian, is he that perfect guy? Two good seasons as Alabama offense coordinator. And we're saying, let's get this guy the Texas head coaching job. That's my thoughts right there. Can't develop Quinn Ewers. What's going to happen with Arch Manning? That's my thing right there. Steve Sarkeesian, anger issues. He's got them. Yeah, Texas, Steve Sarkeesian, you're my spotlight this week. All right, College Pro Showcase, everybody. It's going to be an action-packed College Pro Showcase. I'm going to break down the Fiesta Bowl, Michigan versus TCU. I'm going to break down 
the Peach Bowl, Ohio State versus Georgia, and I'm going to break down the national championship, Georgia versus TCU. I'll give my prediction on that in a few minutes. So Michigan versus TCU, the Fiesta Bowl. That's the first one we're going to break down right here. Michigan versus TCU. First play of the game, Dalvin Edwards, 70 yards up the gut. And everybody says Michigan's going to roll away with this one. They're going to dominate them. They're going to kill them in the trenches with that 3-3-5 TCU defense. Going to do nothing. I respect TCU. They played great in this one. You get those two first downs in the red zone. You get that amazing J.J. McCarthy play, which at times I kind of wish I didn't have that. We didn't have that play because if you don't have that play, you have a field goal. That's three easy points right there. Michigan, Jim Harbaugh goes for two, two-yard line, goes for a touchdown, doesn't get it. Trick play with Colson Loveland. I don't get it right there. Makes me so upset to see that play. Then TCU goes down, gets a pick six, gets another touchdown. Gets, I mean, goes up 14-3. Roman Wilson, obviously that touchdown. I'm calling a touchdown. That was a touchdown by Roman Wilson. Michigan wins that game. Roman Wilson catches that touchdown. But a lot of other mistakes. I'm going to admit that. TCU played better than Michigan. A lot of mistakes happened this one. Khalil Mullings fumbled at the one-yard line. I don't respect Michigan staff for giving Khalil Mullings the ball in that situation. I think you give it to CJ Stokes. But if you have Blake Corm in this game, if he's healthy, I think Michigan might be hoisting the National Championship trophy in two weeks. That's just the fact right there. But yeah, Michigan, or on Monday night. But Michigan didn't play great in this one. JJ McCarthy had his moments. Career high. 343 passing yards, a lot of great moments. Max Duggan didn't play his sharpest game, but he didn't have to. TCU defense, D. Winters, wow, wow, wow. He was amazing. Pick six, a lot of tackles, a lot of sacks, a lot of stuff right there from TCU. I think the toughest moment was when Michigan went down 41-38 to after an amazing comeback, and then it's third and seven. And DJ Turner has a wide-open tackle, Quinn Johnson, to make it fourth and two, and he blatantly misses it, and then it's a touchdown. Jesse Minter, why are you doing a zero blitz on third and seven when you're about to get the ball back? A lot of stuff happened with Michigan in this game. You know, DeMarcado's amazing run. I think if Kendra Miller stays in this game, Michigan might win it because DeMarcado just took over. Even though Kendra Miller's still an amazing back, DeMarcado played great in this one. So it disappoints me so much as a Michigan fan to see what happened. And I hear the Jim Harbaugh rumors. It disappoints me so much. I can go more in depth in this game, but we still got another game to discuss and an after championship game to predict. But yeah, Michigan loses 51-46 against TCU. It was targeting, and it was a touchdown. Those are the two things I'm going to leave you with right there. If that's called targeting, Michigan has a chance. If Roman Wilson catches that touchdown or gets called a touchdown, that's awesome right there. So, yeah, tough stuff right there by the Michigan Wolverines. Let's move to the next game, the Peach Bowl. Marvin Harrison Jr. and the Ohio State Buckeyes taking on Stetson Bennett and the Georgia Bulldogs. And Ohio State's rolling early. Marvin Harrison has two touchdowns. They're playing great. Then Marvin Harrison gets knocked out. Then Noah Ruggles, 10 seconds left in 2022, kicks it. In 2022, hooks it in 2023. And the Georgia Bulldogs are advancing to the national championship. Georgia played well at the right time, right moments. That's why they won that game, in my opinion. Now let's talk about national championship game. TCU versus Georgia. TCU obviously played great against Michigan. Played great against a few teams here. Texas, Iowa State, Baylor. Clutch up against them. Michigan couldn't beat TCU. Would Georgia beat TCU? Would Georgia win the national championship for back-to-back years? Let's talk about it. Georgia Stetson Bennett, you have to play better. That wasn't your best game against Ohio State. That wasn't the way you're supposed to play against Ohio State. So you got to play better against one against a feisty TCU defense. But I think the t- thing for TCU right here is TCU played their best possible game against Michigan. It's tough to play your best possible game two games in a row with the week off. I don't get that right there. I think if Kendrick Miller's healthy, it's going to be a weird situation trying to ease him in. Boss, he's not fully healthy. Di Mercado. I don't see TCU winning this one. I think it's going to be a little boring national championship. Maybe like 13 to 10. I don't know. That's a little too low scoring right there. But a low scoring national championship is my prediction. Georgia holds TCU, 
offense low. I think Max Duggan didn't play great in that one. Against Michigan, I don't think he plays great in this one. Against this amazing Georgia defense. Michigan, Georgia, two of the best defense in the country. Obviously, Michigan got exposed. I don't think Georgia will. So Georgia, Stetson Bennett, they win a second national championship. Like I said, TCU, tough to play your best game two times in a row. Still an amazing effort by Sonny Dykes. First year, makes a national championship game. Those are my thoughts right there. That's my national championship prediction. Go Bulldogs. They win it second straight year. All right, Squirt Sports fans, you see the Deion Sanders jersey right here. If you follow Squirt Sports on Instagram, at Squirt Sports, you would have known that we had a giveaway. I was giving away a Deion Sanders signed white Dallas Cowboys jersey. I got it right here. Let me, let me show it to the fans right now. Right here. You see the signature on the 21. Deion Sanders, amazing player. And we're going to pick the winner right now. So the winner of the Deion Sanders jersey giveaway is Riley Ross702 on Instagram. We'll be shooting you a DM right now. Congratulations. You won. Deion Sanders giveaway. Obviously, this was randomized with the comments. You had to tag three friends in the comments and follow Squirt Sports Instagram. If you want an extra entry, you would repost it on your story. So congratulations, Riley Ross702. Congratulations. You won Deion Sanders jersey giveaway. And now I got a little fun segment for you right here. I'm creating a new segment. We're calling it the fan segment. Let me put this jersey away right here. We're calling it the fan segment. Each week, I'm going to choose one of you fans in the comments. You're going to come on the show for two weeks. You're going to bring me your best hot take. I'm going to bring you a few hot takes. And we're going to talk about it. So let's hop on it. The first one I got this week is in person. It's my brother, Drew. He wants to hop on it. Drew, hop on right now. Let's do it. So the fan segment right now, we're going to do it every week. If you want to be included in it, we're going to make an Instagram post about it. If you want me included in it. All right, Squirt Sports fans, we're enhancing the fan a little bit. Let's do it. So, Drew, come with your best hot take right now at me. Hmm. Well, Lane, I just wanted to thank you for having me on the show first. Um, and then, I mean, you know, Knicks are probably going to win the championship, I'd say. I mean... Really, uh, not much you could say against that, I feel like. I'm a diehard Knicks fan. I completely disagree with that take. I think it's up maybe the Nets, maybe the Celtics, maybe the Sixers, maybe the Clippers. Those are the championship favorites right now, not the New York Knicks. But uh, that was your one hot take this episode. I'm going to throw you two takes up there right now. You got to talk about Donovan Mitchell, 71 points. Best performance you've seen in the past 15 years? I mean, I don't know about the past 15 years. You know, like when Melo went off in the garden and I had like 50 or 60 that one night. You know, that, that was... That was a pretty uh, legendary night. Um, you know, I'd say if uh, Donovan Mitchell made it to the Knicks, you know, maybe I would have been a lot more uh, happy about that performance, but it was definitely pretty crazy. All right, final part we got for you right here. Carlos Correa in the Mets, does the deal get done and does it benefit the Mets? I mean, I think that the Mets, man, they're getting the deal done. You know, Correa is a great player over the past few years. Um, remember when we saw him in El Paso when he was in AAA and stuff, but, um, you know, I don't know how beneficial he would really be to the Mets with the age that he is now and everything. I mean, and his health with his foot. So, I mean, it'd really be interesting to see. Fair take right there. Still got some top third baseman prospects in Brett Beatty, Mark Vientos. That's about for the fan segment this week. Thank you, Drew. If you want to be included in the fan segment, follow Squirt Sports Instagram for more content. Stay tuned. Oh, my least favorite yearly tradition comes around yet again. The Jim Harbaugh NFL rumors. And this is the question today. Are you buying into the Jim Harbaugh NFL rumors? Could he be the next Carolina Panthers head coach? Could he be the next Indianapolis Colts head coach? If the Raiders fire Josh McDaniels? 
If the Broncos want to go Jim Harbaugh, could he be the next head coach in the NFL if he gets an offer? Leave your thoughts in the comment section. This is the year where I've been the most worried, but also last year, Chris Ballas put out a report that Jim Harbaugh to the Vikings was a done deal. I did a breaking news report right here on the show, and then we never aired it because he never did go to the Minnesota Vikings. Kevin O'Connell got the job. So yeah, Jim Harbaugh not fully buying into the rumors. It's yearly tradition. Do you buy into it? That's the question today. Leave your answer in the comment section. Jim Harbaugh to the NFL. Leave your answer in the comment section. That's about the question this week. That's about for Squared Sports Lane Frig, episode 105. Thank you for tuning in. Follow Squared Sports on Instagram at Squared Sports for amazing sports news and updates. Follow Squared Sports on Twitter for Squared Sports takes. Talk a lot about the NFL, college basketball, NBA in there, MLB. Stay tuned for that. Follow on Squared Sports on Twitter. Follow Squared Sports on TikTok for exclusive content. Follow Squared Sports on all platforms. Stay tuned. Squared Sports fans, subscribe, rate, and view. That's about it for episode 105. We'll see you next week, episode 106, for the best sports content in the world.